1: Hello, everyone. I know, I know. Lately, we've been talking about how affordability of EVs is key for adoption. And I'm going to throw you a curveball today because we've got the latest news from a luxury automaker, Mercedes-Benz, and all about their all-new Mercedes Maybach EQS 680 SUV. Of course, a fully electric SUV from the company. Welcome back to the Out of Spec Podcast. I am joined by a good few of our team. Thank you all for jumping on. We've got Ryan, Max, and Colton on today excuse me joining us on the podcast how's it going y'all doing good yeah where, where are you colton max
2: we are at the beautiful out of spec detailing place where we shoot here at my shop we've got about 30 tires behind us
1: i oh, love love to see it and of course you know we're talking about a luxury car and then of course maybe when you have that premium Product in your life. You want to keep it in great shape and that's where you can consider of course Colton out of spec detailing um, Really great videos and great work from you Colton. Honestly, you really are detailed in your work very <laughs> diligent so <laughs> Thank <I you>. want- <laughs> Of course, I wanted to bring y'all on to talk about it because um, This is you know, right new pricing. It was a little bit of big news today and also the st- the sticker price for me, I'm just, oh my gosh, that is a high price. And I want to get your perspective on it because when we're talking about EVs, we're really trying to get those tax incentives, get more people to adopt. But of course there is this whole other side of the spectrum that is luxury premium offering and all that goes into it to make this price make sense. That's what I want to talk about today. So like I said, we're going to bring up the official press release from Mercedes. Mercedes Mercedes-Benz USA announces pricing for the all-new Maybach EQS 680 SUV. And as you can see right here, it says it's starting at $179,000. Oh my gosh. Okay. So tell me off the bat, when you see that price tag, are you like, yeah, kind of makes sense from what I know about this?
2: Yeah. I mean, I'll take this off first. I initially saw this and was like, Wow, that actually seems like quite a deal for what you're getting. You know, Maybach is definitely a different trim level that is just pure luxury. And, you know, Ryan even mentioned when we were talking about this earlier off camera that it's like, okay, you consider this to a Bentega or a colonin or something like that. This seems like a very big value
1: very big value okay so tell me i'll i'll mention the specs really quick just so also our listeners have that context as as well so i got this direct from mercedes so 279 miles of driving range Uh, they are also including their industry advancing charging ecosystem offering sixty thousand public charge points nationwide and they're to also talk about green energy there so we'll have more content on that coming and how mercedes is going about actually offering public charging infrastructure, but they have that added in as part of their value as well. But that should be with any EV that they offer. They also have their dual permanently synchronous electric motors with 484 kilowatt output a 649 horsepower 700 pound foot torque of torque and nearly 400 volt lithium ion 108 kilowatt hour battery and they say you can recharge the battery from 10 to 8% and just in half an hour with you know the asterisk after it of course to include all the details that really make that possible, and that it can go zero to 60 in just over four seconds. So those are some of the specs on this. And yes, clear this up a little bit for me while, while you're saying, yeah, this has got the value there. I see it.
2: Well, I mean, in reality, when you look at this, this is basically an EQS 580 with a big luxury pack on it. And yes, while the initial sticker shock may seem like a lot. When you compare this to other premium vehicles in the market, it's like, okay, this kind of start making sense. Now, the the perspective I'm going to look at on this is I personally feel a lot of these very, very expensive vehicles, instead of having a huge V12 or something like a twin turbo V8 that we see in the GLS variant of this, going electric almost makes more sense and that being that it's going to be a lot quieter, it's going to be a lot smoother. My personal opinion, and I think this is going to be of a lot of people, is you're not buying a Maybach to drive. You're being driven in this car. So the backseat is really the big deal with this car. Having something that's smooth, quiet, comfortable, can have business meetings on, this makes a lot of sense. And I think, again, that price point when you compare it to something like a Bentega or a Cullinan or something in that era makes a lot of sense. To add on to what Colton's saying, also
3: the GLS you mentioned, this would be comparable to a Mercedes lineup is 170 grand MSRP. So really, we're looking at like a 10 grand premium for the electric powertrain, uh, which, like Colton was saying, is a lot like the EQS 580. Nothing new in terms of that. It's okay, a bit juiced up, 4.1 second 0 to 60 instead of 4.2. But yeah, that rear seat experience, which I believe there's like an optional package for, we can talk about uh, with all the massaging and everything that company. That that's going to be why clients want this
1: definitely thanks for adding that color and ryan i know that you do a lot of our range tests you're you're data focused who isn't at out of spec but off the bat with these specs what are you thinking what's your first impressions
4: yeah uh they're great i think uh mercedes has done really well with a lot of their uh, battery and powertrain technologies they've got good range very good charging um i think part of the reality is I don't know exactly how important that's going to be. Most people who have at Maybach have multiple vehicles. So this may or may not be the vehicle that they take on a road trip. Uh, regardless, I, I just again want to echo what Max and Colton are saying. Yes, 180 grand is an absurd amount of money. But when you take a look at some of the other uh, competitors, you're looking at prices that are well north of 200 grand and in the cullinan uh rolls royce cullinan and uh, specter which is their new electric vehicle you can easily get to twice that uh, uh, number of 180 grand you can be reaching 400 thousand dollars or more and it seems like this could be a competitive vehicle with those
1: interesting yeah so off the bat kind of seeing how it can compete in the space how it already has kind of direct competitors that it's coming up against any immediate oh my gosh yeah of course you'd pick this over that impressions from y'all seeing this
2: uh i mean my only concern with this car to be honest is what i've seen out of mercedes lately is like interior build quality has been weird max and i recently did a few videos with the eqe i understand it's not eqs version but a lot of creaky plastics and things like that so i'm anxious to see what these actually look and feel like in person but I mean again just from a value perspective when you are comparing it to the other cars this makes a lot of sense it's an EV now as Ryan talked about I really don't see a lot of people taking these on road trips so I'm not sure range charging really matters these are going to be at someone's huge estate plugged into a level two you know and just around town vehicles that you're riding in the back of maybe riding to the airport with so i don't know to me this seems like a really interesting package i think it definitely looks striking really like the two-tone paint option that you can do on this it's definitely got a lot of road presence i will say before i kind of end this segment i hope this has the bouncing um, air suspension that we find in the gls that is all i care about in this car if it can't do that i would not purchase it
1: I do see that it has the standard aromatic air suspension with adaptive damping system and rear axle steering with a steering angle of up to 10 degrees. Is that what you're talking about or would you have to really get in it and see if it's equating?
2: So I'm not sure that you've seen this yet, Francie, but on the GLS Maybach variants, they have this basically... Max, what is it? You can basically get out of sand. That's what Mercedes says it does. But it literally, you can just sit there and bounce the suspension. It looks like the coolest thing ever. And if this doesn't have it, I don't know why they even built it. It's a big TikTok uh flat. Yeah. If it doesn't have a huge valley detraction there.
1: <laughs> I've seen that actually now. I saw where it's like <laughs> yeah. you know, the purpose of this is to get you out of sand and then people are doing it at the stoplights and
3: yep, LA exactly. or
1: something. Um yeah, really interesting. And Max, you did mention that um the different add-ons uh, or packages that you can get. So I'll bring that up too, just to see kind of what the options are here. Cause right, we had starting price, of course, but then you can, those are the standard features, but have you had the chance to look at this and then think about, you know, what would be a no brainer if you were already spending $180,000, what would you upgrade?
3: uh well just thinking briefly on it what ryan was saying right when we're talking about colon territory 200 grand okay make this a 200 grand vehicle and add in that 25 grand night package as it's called which incl- includes all the nice uh, amenities for the rear seats calf massaging and all of that in addition to a bunch of blacked out accents and paint that seems to be the thing of choice when i think of vehicles like this in the ultra luxury segment be they gas or electric i think villain mobile and to have a proper villain mobile you need that rear seat to be super nice so 180 grand to 200 grand we're not talking about kicking this out of any threshold of tax credit territory we're way beyond that i think it makes a lot of sense to people buying this especially when we consider an eqs 580 is topping it at 130 grand so once people are making that 50 grand jump i think they might want to go all the way
1: interesting point i i you make a great point if you're already there you might as well make it a great experience and to me adding those things on it'll make you want to take it on a road trip because you're basically (laughs) in a luxurious little house why not travel around in it I want to talk a little bit about Mercedes in general and their approach they've they've been doing you know they have a pretty good EV footprint so far and they have some recent reports with the quarter 3 reporting coming out so they reported globally that their car sales were over 500,000 during the third quarter of this year 2023 and that's all cars so if we zoom in a little bit i was reading that if we look at their EVs their fully battery electric options they reported sales of 61,600 in the US which is an over a 60% increase from 2022 which is a record for the company Why do you think Mercedes is doing so well? They're making records for themselves. They're in general, uh, in terms of the luxury premium options, they continue to make pretty decent vehicles. What do you think that they're doing right?
3: I think it shows that brands still have a lot of value in the EVH, because when we look at this as an EV, like we've been saying, this is <clears> nothing new. I mean, the Spectre EV Ryan mentioned from Rolls-Royce uh, is going to, I think, debut a lot more flagship technologies. We're still talking about, to get back in the nerd territory here, a near 400-volt architecture, like very similar internals to what we've seen across Mercedes lineup. Mercedes electric vehicles currently in their like current iteration, when it comes to charging and performance, they're adequate, they're not leading. They're not with Lucid of the, uh, in terms of that. They're, of course, you know, not in Tesla territory yet because that partnership has yet to take off. Uh, they are not in the territory of pushing the bleeding edge of technology. And yet the buyers of these cars, I don't think, care about that. If they don't mind the looks of an EQS sedan or if they're buying an EQS SUV or, heck, maybe even this Maybach, then they're buying into the prestige, into the brand, into that value. That's what's making this worth it. It's not the actual technology parts of it.
1: It's an interesting point that I've seen, you know, they're not really blowing it out of the water in terms of their technological advances, but they're still doing well in their sales. Does Ryan or Colton, do you have any different ideas or do you kind of just agree with Max?
4: I mostly agree with that. Uh, I I think, yeah, like like you guys said, they're not doing anything super groundbreaking currently with their EVs, but they're competitive. They're good. And if you want a really nice luxury EV, it's a, a pretty solid option, I think
1: right and if they're go ahead colton
2: yeah i would say that like especially eqs kind of sits in a little bit of a league of its own especially when you talk pricing um so i think it's a very interesting like dynamic where they put themselves in the market and definitely going up market what they're doing now with the mybach variant makes a lot of sense <clears throat> you know just think about eqs like I guess real competitors, three-row SUVs, you have like Rivian R1S, this is definitely more luxury side instead of the off-road adventure, have fun mobile. Um, I, You know, a lot of people look at Rivians, they're amazing vehicles, but they really want that prestige, that badge. I guess you could maybe somewhat compare this to an IX, but again, you're a three-row SUV and they're still going up market, I feel. so. I mean, this, it it really makes a lot of sense to me, um, in all honesty, where they're pricing these cars at. And I think Mercedes, honestly, has been kind of crushing it with these cars, how they feel, how they drive. A a few little weird things that I've seen, like as a material, I guess, expert, you could say, as I'm working on these all the time. I think there's still room to improve. And yeah, I I think they make a really interesting electric vehicle. If I can play devil's advocate here
3: briefly, Mm -hmm. I would say though that like from a perspective of technology and flashiness, you mentioned the IX cult, and I'm thinking of the I7. Like maybe this is just revealing my biases, but like if you look at those vehicles and what they offer, and Kyle has we've experienced the IX, Kyle has experienced the I7 early on. You've got like you know in the Mercedes in in this Maybach, two 11 inch rear screens. In the I7, you've got a big folding flat panel (laughs) for the rear passengers, right? Like when it comes to the flashiness and the technology, I'm almost concerned that like, hey, Mercedes is delivering the goods in terms of like materials and lights but it seems like BMW even in the BMW brand without going to Rolls Royce territory is offering you a lot for like 120 grand territory with vehicles like iX and i7 and you may not need to go to this territory and maybe that's just my disconnect with the brand and the kind of market this appeals to but I'm almost worried that they're falling behind by making moves like this. I mean this was announced months ago initially and now we have the pricing and the details but it doesn't continue me feel like a next-generation product.
1: Interesting takes. I love that y'all have a little bit of differing opinions on this as well, based on what you've seen and appreciate you bringing those in. Of course, we'll see where Mercedes continues to go with this and also with their 60,000 public charge points that are coming nationwide in the U S what that will be like, if it's going to match up with this brand premium experience and really, you know, kind of what that technology will be and how that experience will be. So I'm sure we'll see more of that soon. They have plans for that soon. So thank you all for coming on to talk about this luxury option where this automaker is standing in the space and what we really think about these newly announced specs and price points and have a candid quick discussion on this so hope to see you on the podcast again soon and hope that you all have a great rest of your day of course audience let us know what you think about this this option uh would you consider it if you could maybe it's just not even an option and you know you're on the other side of things which uh we can relate to of course (laughs) a lot of people can but it's cool to see what's coming out thank you all again for coming out of the podcast and thanks for tuning in if you're enjoying it let us know and we will see you next time on the out of spec podcast